Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Also, I encourage you to pick up my latest superhero comedy novel, Speed Trap. It's available as a paper book, an audio book, and also in the Kindle store. Well, now it's time for today's adventure with Superman. The original air date, June the 4th, 1948, and this one is The Mystery of the Sleeping Beauty, Part 13. Faster than a speeding bullet... More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, Superman, still searching for the lost land of Illyria, finds himself forced as Clark Kent to save Jimmy Olsen and Rev Payton from the attack of a man-eating jungle beast. Stand back, Jim! No, no, don't, Mr. Kent! Stand back, I said! But, but you can't find him with your bare hands! Don't worry about me! Get Rev Payton out of the way! Hurry before he... Out, he's jumping! Ah! Gang, the swimming season is right around the corner, and bathing suits are coming out of mothballs after having been stored away all through the winter. Soon the old swimming holes, the lakes, and the ocean beaches will have new fish added to them. Human fish who dive and duck in the water as if they had fins instead of mere arms and legs. Well, as you know, swimming is good for you, and it's fun, too. But too many accidents happen every summer. Accidents that don't have to happen. So here are some tips on how to take care of yourself in the water some swimming know-how suggested by Suichi Sakamoto, a young Japanese-American who's considered one of the greatest swimming coaches in the world. Tip number one. When you get in trouble, keep calm. A panicky swimmer gets stiff and heavy, and that means he becomes sinkable. And what's more, it's well to remember that the average good swimmer can keep afloat longer than he can keep walking on dry land, without stopping to rest, that is. And the inexperienced swimmer can usually float around until help arrives. For instance, if your boat capsizes way out in the middle of the lake, don't get excited and try to swim all the way to shore. Keep cool and hang on to the boat until rescuers come. So just keep your head and you'll be okay. Plain common sense is your best lifesaver. Tip number two, if you ever get caught in a strong current or undertow, don't fight it. Keep in mind that it won't and can't drag you to the bottom. Let yourself go and permit the current to pull you until it's spent. Then strike out diagonally toward shore. Gang, later in this program, we'll give you some more vital pointers from Soichi Sakamoto, ace swimming coach. 
So be sure to listen. And now, the adventures of Superman. As we know, Superman landed the crippled plane in which Rev Payton and Jimmy Olsen lay unconscious in the center of a huge grassy meadow, which later, as Clark Kent, he identified as the Orinoco Valley in South America. Then, while they were getting their bearings at this strange part of the world, the earth suddenly began to tremble beneath them. Running quickly, they reached a safe spot, just as the ground upon which the plane was standing cracked open and swallowed it up before their very eyes. What happened, Mr. Kent? Was was that an earthquake? No, Jim. Are you all right, Rev. Payton? Why, so many strange things have occurred to me. It's as though I were waking from a dream. Oh, it's more like a nightmare to me. Well, what was it, Mr. Kent? Hmm? Where'd the plane disappear to? Well, if you'd studied geography a little harder, Jim, you'd know. What do you mean? What's geography got to do with this? Well, during the dry season, the land in the Orinoco Valley dries out so much that the earth splits open. Sometimes the holes are as big as a city block and thousands of feet deep. Golly. The world indeed. It's a wondrous place. It certainly is. Well, look, Mr. Kent. Hmm? Does this mean we'll never see that airplane again? I'm afraid it does, Jim. Well, well what are we going to do? We're a million miles from nowhere. Well, first we've got to find a clump of bushes or a few trees. What good will that do us? We can build a lean-to and spend the night there. Oh, it's a good thing Nakoma's feathers glow in the dark. Hmm? At least we'll have some light. Oh, hark! Nakoma hears something. Perhaps there's one of his own feathered friends. Fly, Nakoma! Fly whither thou would! Boy, look at him go. Let's head that way. He'll call us if he finds something, won't he? Aye, he's a wise bird, my Nakoma. You mean he understands what we're looking for? Tis not the spoken word, I warrant, which impresses itself upon him. But he seemeth to grasp what is in our minds and hearts. Oh, yeah, I see. Hey, he's calling us. Well, come on. Let's see what he's found. Hey, wait. Ease up, Mr. Kent. Huh? You're walking too fast for Rev. Payton. Oh, no, no. Let me not hinder thee. Oh, Jim's right. I'd better carry you again, Rev. Payton. Now, come as impatient. He calleth us again. Okay, up you go. Oh, now, wait, Mr. Come Kent. on. If you carry her, you'll get all tired out, and then where will we be? Now, stop worrying, Jim. We'll take each thing as it comes along. You walk on ahead like a good fellow, but not too fast. And watch your step. Come on, let's go. Black. Wish we had a flashlight. Uh, if wishes were horses, Jim, beggars would ride. Aye, it is true. What's the matter now, Jim? I almost got my foot caught in another one of those cracks. Uh-oh, I told you to watch your step. Come on. Hey, there he is. There's Nicole. Uh, it's this bright light that we see. Uh-huh. It's coming toward us now. Look, he's trying to make us follow him. Aye, Nicola, we follow thee. Lead on, lead on. <laughs> I can see the trees now. And I hear a stream of water, too. You do? Uh-huh. Oh, Nakuma sees us to fly. He awaited our arrival, perhaps. Feels like the grass is getting softer under our feet. 
That's right. Dryness hasn't reached this spot yet, or else we're nearing the jungle. You were right, Mr. Kent. Huh? There's a brook here, all right. Good. That means we'll have fresh water. All right. Now let's get going and build a lean-to. Are you sure after we get it all built, the ground won't split open and swallow it up and us with it? I doubt it, Jim. There's water running. The ground can't be dried out. We're at the edge of the jungle. Okay. Now, what about the lean-to? How do we build it? Well, I guess we won't have to. Those two trees there make a natural arch, and I'll just stretch my trench coat over the branches like this. Eh, and presto, we've got a tent. See? Well, it's not much of a tent. Oh, I know, but it'll do for tonight. What if it rains? It can't. Remember the cracks in the ground? Huh? Oh, dry season, huh? Right. Now, I suggest you both stretch out and get some sleep. You'll probably have a big day tomorrow. You'll need your strength. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going back to see whether I can salvage something from the plane. Alone in the dark? Oh, don't worry. I'll just look around. Come on now. Both of you get as comfortable as you can. Okay, you're the boss. You all right, Rev Payton? All right. All set, Jim? Uh-huh. Good. I'll be back soon. Now, I've got to work fast as Superman. Find out how close we are to civilization and get some help. Can't take Jim and Rev Payton through the jungle on foot. Off with these clothes. Look out! The... Look out, Rev Payton! Great Scott, what's happened back there? Sir, I can't. Sir, I can't. Yes, I'm coming! Sir, I can't hurry. What? The beast. He has Jim in his claws. Jim! What new danger loomed the moment Clark Kent turned his back? We'll know in a moment, so keep listening. Gang, it isn't often you get a chance to learn about swimming from a man who turns out world champions. But Soichi Sakamoto, top-flight Japanese-American swimming coach, has given us some tips on water wisdom. So lend an ear. Never warns Mr. Sakamoto, go into the water right after you've eaten. But never. Always rest two hours after a meal before going into swim. Because if you go in too soon after having packed away a big lunch, you may get cramps that'll double you up and make you completely helpless. Now, here's another tip. Build yourself up gradually. Don't wham into the water right at the beginning of the season and start doing tricks. Save your showing off for late July or August. Otherwise, you might wind up giving a performance for Davy Jones. And finally, always use the buddy system. Don't go out alone. Swim together with someone who's a strong swimmer. In that way, in case something happens to you, your buddy will be there to catch hold and give you a hand. And naturally, it works vice versa, too. You see, gang, even in swimming, cooperation is necessary. It's safer and smarter to go out with someone you can help and who can help you when the going gets tough. After all, the buddy system works all through life. Why not in swimming, too? We need buddies in almost everything we do. Lend a hand and get a hand. That's how it works. And just as we are better and happier because of our buddies... So is our country the better for friendly cooperation among all its people. For when America's citizens of every race and religion help each other and work together, America becomes even greater. It's a system that always works out best for everyone. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent, having settled Rev Payton and Jimmy in a makeshift lean-to, left them and walked into the darkness to assume his true role of Superman and find help. 
He was about to rid himself of Kent's disguise when he heard Jimmy and Rev Payton calling frantically. Wheeling, he rushed back to the lane. Hurry, Mr. Kent, hurry, he's gonna jump. Great Scott, a jaguar. shouldn't have left you two alone. We better all stick together from now on, I guess. Gosh, you killed him with your bare hands, Mr. Kent. Huh? You broke his neck. How'd you... you do it? Oh, I, I was just lucky, Jim, I guess. His neck must have snapped against a rock, I guess. Boy, I'll say that was luck. Mr. Kent, what, what kind of an animal is it? Thou it's... called him a, a jag something. Yes, it's a jaguar. Oh. That's a South American panther. Oh, a panther? Uh-huh. Some lizards. Sure looks fierce. Yeah. Sir, Kent. Yes, Red Peyton? Be close. What? What are you staring at, Red Peyton? Take care. Turn around slowly so as not to startle him. Startle who? There's a savage hiding in the brush, and he has a slender poison dart in his hand. Take care. I see him. Where? Don't move, Jim. Oh, it's too late. He knows we've seen him. There he goes. It's likely he has gone to warn his tribesmen. Are the natives friendly in these parts, Red Peyton? It is not easy to say. There are tribes which are friendly, and there are others which are not. And that's not much help. Maybe we better not wait to find out whether these are friendly or not, Mr. Kent. Maybe we ought to get moving. From the paint on his face and the necklace of human teeth around his throat, I'd say... Oh, but no, I, I'm not certain. Well, go ahead, Red Peyton. Do you think you recognize the tribe he's from? I cannot say absolutely. Tell us anyway. We've got to know sooner or later. Well, he thinks he belongs to a tribe of headhunters. Headhunters? Jeepers. What do we do, Mr. Kent? Take it easy, Jim. Nothing's happened yet. Oh, drums. I just as I thought. The brother had notified his tribesmen. They approach even as we speak. Golly. Just hearing those drums gives me the shivers. Let's get out of here, Mr. Kent. We can't, Jim. Even if we want to. Why not? Because in the first place, we don't know where to go. And in the second place, we're already completely surrounded by savages. Unable in the presence of Jimmy and Rev Payton to assume his true role of Superman, Clark Kent stands rooted to the spot as the unknown tribe of headhunters closes in on the clearing. Tensely, he awaits their approach, wondering what he can do. Gang, don't miss Chapter 14 of The Mystery of the Sleeping Beauty. Monday, same time, same station on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. Watch for the Superman Adventure Serial, soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you'll hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.